We are excited to be joined in the studio by our friend Greg Marcus. He is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. Greg, it's always good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I wanted to ask you about the writer's strike and how that's impacted what will happen in 2024. Are there less films in the pipeline, even though we're through the strike, but there was a period where writers and actors weren't working? Yep, there was a gap. And so we're seeing the impacts of that gap now. Oh, look, there's some positives and negatives. There's the the negatives, obviously, is there's less films right now. There's you know if, if you have a if you have a gap, the gap not just is it a gap like well I just shifted everything a number of months out. Some stuff had to be moved out to 25. So for example, the Mission Impossible sequels moving out to 25 because you know, we only have a very we have limited windows when people are really going to the movies at, at where you want the big stuff. And so the. Uh, the stuff that's if if you ha, if you were going to open in July of this year and you had four months of stoppage, well, you can't just move it to September. You're going to move it to the next summer. So some of that stuff is moving into 25, which looks very very robust. But some stuff moved because the thing I hadn't realized. People started asking me at first, "What's the problem?" And I was like, "Well, there'll be a gap." And I, what I didn't think about because there's the daily things that I find that I figured out wrong was that the. Uh, some stuff that the actors couldn't promote their movies, so they wouldn't release movies. So a huge one for the fall was supposed to be Dune Two, and Dune Two didn't get released in the fall. They moved it to March. So that's now filling a hole. Ah. We have, and the Dune Two hole was filled by Taylor Swift. Thank goodness, <laughs> Taylor Swiftonomics. So, uh, so, so you know, things shift around and move around. Now's the actually not what now is a really. There's not as many films right now as there were last year. But now's a great time to catch up on stuff that's from Christmas that's still out because we're still mm-hmm. playing it. You know, I was saying, like, I saw a movie the other night, American Fiction. I thought it was one of the best movies I saw all year. Actually, two of the best movies I saw all year are out right now. So I'm going to give you the, I guess yeah. this is the, so so American Fiction was great. And the other movie that I loved was Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. Now you're thinking, oh, I don't like the monster movies. And I'm yes, not a big monster movie guy. That's not my thing. But I, I, I'd heard it was interesting. So I went to go check it out. And it's, it's actually... It's about 20% Godzilla movie and 80% the story of post-World War II Japan. And so it's a bit of history and it's and there's action and it's I, I just thought it was really well Let done. Let me give you a third one that's out right now. I saw it in one of your theaters. Fantastic. Boys in the Boat. Great movie. Loved Incredible it. movie. Yeah. Feel good yeah. movie. Well put together. Clooney did a great job. Actors we haven't heard of. Really good movie. So yeah. what's your strategy then when, you, when you're trying to bridge that gap? Do you commit to a longer run with certain movies? Obviously, a, you know pretty good chunk of time here talking about a quarter of the year yeah i mean look at stuff runs longer stuff pops up so disney right now uh is has brought out the movies they sent straight to streaming to play in the theaters so soul is playing right now and turning red and luca are gonna are gonna play over the next few months so they're using some of the library product to fill the gap stuff that they didn't actually play in the theaters and so if you're a parent and you're looking for a, a family movie to take your kids to go check out these disney movies they're great they're, they're acclaimed movies. I mean, so so we're going to fill it in with stuff like that. And, you know, like they were talking today about, you know, the film festival stuff. Maybe there's going to be some pickups to the film festivals because that's ready to go. It's shot. They've shown them at the festivals. And that we'll get some of those more independent. Maybe you get an independent surprise. You get a, you know, um, what was it? Uh, uh, Sunshine. Loma Sunshine. You get one of mm-hmm. those or something mm-hmm. like that. Or a, you know, my big frat Greek wedding. You know, that was a huge yep. home run. No one ever had any, st- any expectation. That That is the one interesting thing about our business. We just never know what's going to work. We never know. Greg Marcus is with us live in the studio. So you guys have 79 locations in 17 states. Are there plans to expand? Are you comfortable with where you are? Oh, look, we're always looking for things to do. Look, we just got out of 
the worst time in the history of the business. So we've got we got our sea legs back. We've now we've bumped into it. The, the, as I've discovered, the road back is not a straight line. Now we are in a way better position where we were. In fact, this summer, this last summer, the, we tend to look at it as an industry. So to give you some perspective, so for the year we just finished over nine billion as an industry. It was eleven billion before the pandemic. So it's not like it's it's like whoa, we're half of what we used to be, or nobody goes to the movies anymore. People actually go. The issue is giving us enough product. So during the and so the only reason we're at nine versus eleven, there were eighty percent. There were twenty percent less movies released uh, in twenty because we're still dealing with the impact of the of production going backwards and and all that from even the pandemic because these things take years to make and so uh, but this summer we did four billion we did about four billion in twenty nineteen and we had the same number of films it's and I couldn't tell you I didn't know what movies would succeed or fail I just knew that if we had the same number of films we do that box office people want to go to the movies that's the most interesting thing they want to get out you know they say oh i could just watch it at home you know what? It's not the same. It's, it's not. Someone said, "What well, about a comedy? I watch a comedy at home because yeah, it's really fun to chuckle on the sofa to yourself." I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, really? It's I, all an experience, right? I mean, I have two little girls; they're nine and seven, and we saw Migration over our holiday break, and it was in 3D. They had never been to a 3D movie before, and we didn't know it was 3D when we booked it. We walked in as a wait, man. We got to get back and get our glasses. <laughs> But they loved it. My, my daughter was, she's seven. She's like reaching at the screen because a duck is flying at her. Like, it was a great experience, but they love it. It is a fun family night out for us. I, I always joke, I, I have this thing I've been saying recently over the last few, in the last year. I said, you know, I can tell you right now, and this is about going to the movies and the experience. It's not just for the big movies, because crying together, laughing together, being, there's something about being with other human beings that's really important. I mean, the world is going nuts. Part of the reason is because so many people are sitting at home and not leaving and not, that, that, that just sending, and, and they can stew on all the things that are making them crazy. Now, we don't want them leaving during the hours that you're on the air. But at the other times, maybe they could leave <laughs> the house. And, Get out once in a while. And go out and, and just be, be with other people and experience it with them and or do something with your kids. I, I always say, like, no, I, 20 years from now. I will take the bet with anyone that there will be zero, and I will take zero as my as my over right there. There will be zero kids who say to their friends, "Oh, you know what? I remember twenty years ago, my parents, uh, you know, they took me in. We went to see our my first movie. It was Migration. We went to the sofa and we sat down and we turned on the TV and we watched it at home. No one, there'll be zero who say that. But you know what? Your kids will say, I remember when my dad took me to Migration. It was my first 3D movie. Yep. And I reached out to the screen. I thought it was real. And it was incredible. And he bought me popcorn. And he held my hand. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that you get. You don't get at home. And look at homes. We all watch stuff at home. Who doesn't? But you need to, we need to get out and be with other people. Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. Greg, if you can stick around, we'll do traffic and come right back. It is 344 WTMJ. Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation, and he is with us in the studio. Greg, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. I want to play you this little clip. I'm a little concerned. And then ask you about it. You're <laughs> going to like this. Hi, I'm Greg Marcus, and I want to welcome you to a Marcus Theater. <laughs> We're so honored to carry on the tradition that my grandfather started when he opened the first Marcus Theater over 80 years ago. Back then, it was simple. It was about popcorn and candy. Today... It's about ultra screens, dream loungers, and a wide array of food products. Oh, I love the cheese curds. <laughs> and the burgers? They're delicious. Nailed it! Thanks for coming and enjoy the show. <laughs> 
Did you eat anything the rest of the day after filming that spot? <laughs> no, you know what? We shoot all those. We're sitting actually in a theater, and I get to eat like an absolute pig. Yeah, one no, take? I'm, one take, too? One, oh, a- absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, they're always one take. Yeah, that's, that's they, you know, they make me memorize these scripts. So that because they're not, I'm not doing it from a teleprompter because they thought it would be better because I'm looking right in the camera yeah. and not reading. There is just a little bit of a difference, and it's worth yeah. the time, but it takes me some time. I'll tell you, you know what I loved about that? I didn't actually have to see myself. You know, I, people are like, oh, you like to put your big fat mug on a screen. I'm like, really? But I, I had a group of people around in a room recently, a few hundred people, and I said, raise your hand if you like a picture of yourself, which, which no one raised their hand. Yeah. I said, well, imagine seeing yourself on 50 feet of glory. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I freak out the people who are like three seats over when I'm not looking at the screen and they look like, oh, yeah, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not looking. It's just, <laughs> yeah. You have a big social media presence, and these are big time on social media. Has anybody ever rough you up online? Like, come on, Marcus, that movie sucked. Uh, you know, I get, you know what's funny? I, uh, a little bit, I get some on Twitter occasionally, uh, a little, not too, not too much. But what I, I was worried, I'll tell you what's really weird. We've had big success. Uh, the Marcus Theater's TikTok, if you go on there, I shouldn't tell you this, but I mean, if you want to see what, uh, here's the beauty. None of my friends ever see it because TikTok is sort of a younger, <laughs> a younger group. And I mean, they, ha- and I pretty much do whatever my social media people tell me to do. And it is just a crazy fest. I mean, if you think I'm being goofy on the screen, oh my gosh, on TikTok. <laughs> And so now, and they get lots of comments, like hundreds of comments. We get some of these, some of these that we've done have had over a million views that I've been in. Wow. And yeah, really it's, it's very, it's got some real good traction and hundreds of comments. And I have to admit the first time I I thought, okay, I'm going to read some horrible stuff about myself. I'm going to click on it because it, it can be such a cesspool. Yep. Yep. I'm the goat. It turns out I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, people are like, oh, Greg, I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I was, I was very nervous. And my kids clearly were nervous too. Cause they said, dad, did you read the comments? And I said, yeah, I did read them. They're like, yeah, they're pretty nice. I'm like, I know I was shocked. Hey, I want to ask you a hotel question if we can. Sure. Um, the RNC comment, kind of a logistics question. So the, one of the debates has been, do we have enough hotel space? And people believe if you go out a little bit, we, we probably do. So if people want to come to Milwaukee that week, are the hotels literally blocked right now? Is it absolutely blocked until you know which delegation will be at the Fister, who will be at the St. Kate? How does that work? Yeah, we commit all those rooms. And there's a, they have a centralized planning structure in place. Here, let, let me back up, though, for one second. I pro- these people, this isn't the first Republican convention, right? I promise you they look to make sure we have enough rooms. <laughs> Is Milwaukee going to have enough rooms? What? What, does a bunch of hotels disappear? No, we, we, have, enough, we have enough rooms. I mean, yes, yeah, so they're going to have to go out a little bit, uh, but but we have enough rooms. But, though, but yeah, if you, if you were planning on coming here for that week just to, like, chill and have a beer and go to the dog and tap or whatever, whatever that's. Yeah, hounds and tap. Hounds and, and tap, Falls, yeah. yeah. If that was your, tra- your plan. Uh, I would say probably not a great plan. <laughs> Pick another weekend. Yeah. Just come to another Because that one, we're full. How do you handle the you know, the restaurant space, the meeting space, the ballroom space, right? Are, are you starting to get to that level of detail, planning out what that week is going to look like? Yeah, well, and we commit that into the... To the uh, to to the to the, the planners, they, they, then they distributed it out. But but basically, our hotels were all spoken for, and and I like our, our restaurants. You know, we have the private restaurants that my that my brother's in charge of. You know, the the you know the Addison and the Bridgewater and and Onesto, all that the 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 Benson's restaurant group stuff. That stuff they're not working to fill, and but people are approaching them. You know, because these organizations, there are people whose business it is to plan events like the this convention, and so they represent. The companies, you know, that are the media companies and the and all the other the the, the the corporations that come here and all the and the lobby groups and all the different thing, people that come along with the circus. And so they take care of it. Do you get a say 
and which delegation or who will stay at your hotels? Like, ah, not Rhode Island. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> Keep Rhode Island out of here. You got anything in the Southwest? Do you have any say? I don't think we have any say. No, no one's come and talked to me about it, but I don't. I don't think we do. Greg Marcus is with us. He's the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. I'm kind of bouncing all over the place, but I did want to ask you. I like the rewards program. My wife and I try to go every Tuesday to the movies. You're going to revamp that and tweak it a little bit. I know this is something you are always looking at your processes and your procedures. What's going to happen with the rewards program? Um, I th- I would say this is more uh, evolution than revolution. You know, it's uh, we 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 got new technology coming in. We're going to be changing some things about how we how we uh, you know rewards. It was strictly like uh, you know you have. You have a reward of ten points at a you know I mean at hundred points you had to, you got your redemption of five dollars. Now we're going to have some different options. Do you want cons, you know free popcorn, free soda, free movies, sweepstakes entries? You can do you'll be able to use your points for more stuff than just getting the reward. Um, you will have uh, you know we're going to have different bonus rewards. We'll have uh, we'll have a, we, the other thing we're trying to have, which is probably to me the most important thing, is a better relationship with our customer. We're going to be able to use the technology to send you stuff that's that, that's relevant to you. We want to understand more about you. We have a business that people are very passionate about, right? It's the movies. It's fun. It's the stuff that's your memory. It's your memories. Always sell our memories, right? You know, it was funny once. I was having a discussion with our team once, and I said, you know, wouldn't it be great if our customer I – mean, our customer, we're talking about the passion of our customers. Wouldn't it be great if our customers tattooed their product, tattooed the product on themselves <laughs> like Harley? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that'd be great. And we all nodded heads. So this is, and I walked out and I sent everybody, like an hour later, I sent everyone an email. Wait, I was wrong. Our customers are that passionate. Nobody raised their hand, but who's got a Yoda tattoo? You know, who's got a Superman tattoo? Who's So people are tattooing their bodies permanently with our product. We need to be able to to leverage that. And so knowing our customers better and tapping into what brings them value is, is really important. That's the kind of thing we're, we're working on. Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. It's always fun when you're with us, Greg. Thank you for spending some time. Anytime.